You're listening to the All The Things Podcast with Natalie and Aaron. Welcome to the maiden voyage of All The Things. All The Things. With Natalie, Natalie and Aaron. And Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> We're just figuring this out as we go. So we're just excited. And we are super excited that you are joining in with us. Yep. I mean, yep. here we go. Let's do it. I've been wanting to have a microphone in front of this face for all my life. That's basically what we mainly have in common. We have a lot of other things, but the one main thing that we have in common mm-hmm. is that I think both of us always dreamed ever since we came out of the womb that we'd be holding a microphone. And, you know, let's be honest. I still will this day. Like, I think just the other day I was holding up a, a hairbrush. I was holding up a hairbrush and I thought, that would make a good mic. When I was little, mm-hmm. um, my grandma had this bathroom where it had like a step up to the bathtub. Okay. And the bathtub area was like sunken in and surrounded by mirrors. Ugh. And above the bathtub had like lights you know, whatever those are called. Like can lights or can something? lights, yeah. And so we could turn those on and like fade them up just slightly and turn off the rest of the lights. So and it was like, it was like eternal now. And then you looked in the mirror and all I could see was myself, like eternally. And so it felt like an audience. Wait a second. Hold on. Natalie, are you sure that there wasn't a Michael Jackson video that was done in your grandma's? I produced it. You did? Oh, that makes sense. I don't like to, you know. <laughs> Wait, is that copyright infringement? What I, I just did? I'm sure, but I, if anyone could even recognize it, I know it's all right. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> just anyway, kidding, just so you on. would go in there, you would take a spoon, yep, or a, a hairbrush. I feel like a spoon. No way. Not yeah. like a not like a little like utensil. Like knowing a, myself, I probably created it. Like I probably put something that I found in the garage. You fashioned it together for with sure. Tape and you were saying this a the other day. With the styrofoam golf ball on top? Yeah. And it was a Bob Barker moment? Yeah. Those mics, can we bring those back? The really skinny... Long ones? That's the real. That's the real. That, I want one of those so bad. That seems amazing. Same. Yeah. I got one, not a long one, but when I was, I I think it was like six or seven, I shared this picture with you. Yes. I love it. From Christmas. I love it so much. And it was like, I feel like it was called Star Stage. I don't even know. I should Google this. But... Um, it was like a thing that you step on and you, you step on it. With yes. Your foot I know what you're talking about. It allows about. the lights to come up and yeah. it's a microphone and it, you can pick echo. Uh, I'm not, it was the best. I mean, cause that's the thing. Now that my kids are a little bit older, when they were younger, they would get like a karaoke machine For or sure. something like that. And I was like, let mommy show you how to do it. <laughs> Go away. You know, it's going to take me a while to figure this out. Well, we've had this equipment. I mean, we should probably share. We've had this equipment for a while and how many hours maybe have we spent with the headphones on talking into the microphone just listening to ourselves pretending we're recording just because it's so fun i mean so i don't know what that makes us other than we were born to perform we were born to have conversations we were born to so we're in our wheelhouse is what you're saying yeah i sure hope so even if we're the only ones that listen it's fine it's fine it really is you know what it'll be good for our kids after we're gone (laughs) they can remember mommy (laughs) good so um Talk about a little bit mm-hmm. how this got started. Okay. So Natalie, how long have we known each other? Too long. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> okay. Well, I never feel like I get enough, Natalie. It's so fun. 
we have a great time together. So yeah. So we've known each other, I think maybe 10 years. Yeah. Around that time. 10 or more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we go to the same church. Yep. We've you know known each other for that long. We've, I think whenever we get together, we like to play off each other, have so much fun. For sure. But I know some of my favorite conversations with you have been conversations where you have me laughing, crying in one moment, and then we will evolve the conversation. And I feel like I learned something. I feel like mm-hmm. I, my faith grows a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, we just, we, we can go from funny to faith-based conversations Absolutely. right in the middle of it all. And I love that about our conversations and how this really started, how us having a podcast even came, became a like, is this a possibility was we were in a Bible study together mm-hmm. and, um, there was some people that even came up to us later and were like, Hey, you know, you, I would listen to this as a podcast. If you guys did this, we were like, what really? That's hilarious. Yeah. And so then I, your mind kind of starts to wander. Like if we did this. Yeah. Well, I think we were like, what if we did? Ha ha. That'd be hilarious. Right. Wait, are we, are we serious? We're doing this. Yeah. And then one thing led to another. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about the world of podcasts. There are some amazing Mm -hmm. podcasts out there. But I think what we have to offer is just a little bit different perspective being from the Midwest and showing that Midwest people are funny. Right. Hopefully we can prove that to you. And um, also we have just some amazing people that we've been in contact with. Yeah, that's... I think that's one of my just heart um, strings is like feeling like there's been so many people who our lives, yours and mine, have intersected with that just have stories that have they've shared with us and things that um, God has taught them through hardship or just opportunities and experiences. And it's one of those things where you listen, you're like, you shouldn't keep this to yourself. Yeah. You should bring that to an audience of people. And I really mm-hmm. see this as an opportunity for you and I to do our thing where we laugh and we cry a little bit and we have all those things present, but we also invite others in to share mm-hmm. their story yeah. because this can be a platform for them to allow the listeners to really be transformed through that as well. Yeah. My hope in this is maybe you can be a little bit entertained, mm-hmm. but maybe you can be a little bit enlightened or encouraged as well and yeah. challenged. Yeah. yeah. Because I really think we can go throughout our day and we can feel just the mundane. Mm-hmm. But if we can tune into something that just helps us think a little bit more or maybe think outside of the box that we've thought through or just challenge us to just be better versions of ourselves, mm-hmm. totally worth it. Yes. And if you can do that wrapped in some humor and some inspiration and all those things, done. Yes, absolutely. Totally I'm so it. excited about it. Me too. So you said my, uh, Midwest. Yeah. You said we're funny. I think so. I've seen some articles, <laughs> one specifically, Uh huh. Um, saw it. Uh, from 22 words. Okay. Oh yeah. On, 22 words is on Facebook. You right. can follow them. Correct. Yeah. And, um, and they did an article where it talked about just some of the cliches of Midwest and that captures the Midwest. And I thought they were super funny. Yeah. Okay. So I want to share some with you and I want to get your thoughts on it. Okay. I like this. Okay. Awesome. So the first thing that they say for the Midwest culture mm-hmm. is that we say, Ope. Ope. Explain that. Okay. Spelled O-P-E. Okay. So it's like this. Oh, you forgot your purse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We totally say this. Yes. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Oh. Exactly. I always to give like the kindly older gentleman, but I think we oh. all do it. To me, I think it also is like 
in my mind, I'm picturing this. You're going down the aisle of the grocery store yeah. and you need to get around somebody and you go, oh, oh, I'm just going to scooch. <laughs> I'm just going to scooch on I'm over gonna, here. I'm oh. going to scooch by you. Scooch. Can I just scooch by you? Totally. Scooch. Scooch. That's, oh. The, oh. that's the other Midwestern because I'm pretty certain I've never heard. Scooch. scooch. What is that? Because shouldn't it be scoot? I think we just make everything cutesy by being like, I will, yeah, scooch. I will make everything as cutesy hey, as I can. If you say, "Hey, do you mind?" Oh, do you mind if I scoot by you? No, it's very scooch, scooch. Let me scooch by you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or even when you say to your your kids, "Hey, scooch on over here." Oh, for sure. I never say scoot. No, scoot on over. Here. No, that's it's hard to say scoot. Yeah, no, scooch. Come here, give me it, because it's like a smooch too. Yeah. Right, you don't say smoot. No, you you would not say smoot. Okay, so the next thing uh-huh. now that we've now that we I get it. Yes, that. Okay. I, and and so it's interesting to me that ope is just a Midwest thing. I'd be curious, love to hear from our thousands of listeners. If <laughs> I think we're probably even beyond that at this point. Oh, millions. Okay, okay. I just want to be realistic. Oh, sure. Um, the next one is the Midwest goodbye is forty five minutes long. <laughs> yes, for sure. For yes. sure. Okay, guys, we're leaving. So go around and kiss and hug every single right. aunt and right. uncle in this place. Right. Yeah. Did you kiss them? Oh, no. They they nope. were oh. in the back. You go up. Oh. Oh. <laughs> go say goodbye to Aunt Mimuma. Yeah. Always. It's oh, And what happens is you, you end up needing to say goodbye, like, basically when you get there. Because then that just allows you to make the rounds, <laughs> which you have to do when you say goodbye right. anyway. Well, and then you're like, oh, I forgot my jacket. Oh, dear. Wear your shoes. Right. Yeah. And leftovers. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. Yeah. Let me. You're almost out the door. And then, oh, hey, you didn't get my cranberry salad. We, we made so much of that. We had, I made way too much pork roast. I emptied my butter dishes, just my butter containers, just for this. Hold on. Did you get some chili? You know your grandpa and I are not going to eat the rest No, of that you better go get. Take some. You bet. Come on. Come, come on back in. in. Come 45 on. 45 minutes later, you can leave. And when you do, rest assured, in the Midwest... Yeah. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. They're going to yell out, on your way home, watch for deer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. It doesn't matter the time of year. No. Yeah. You need to be watching Especially for them. if it's dusk. <laughs> dusk. They're the most dangerous. They'll run across the road. You won't see them coming. No, never. Dusk so is you- a dangerous time in deer country. <laughs> dusk and deer country. It's just, like you said, dangerous. <laughs> but it is. And, and the other thing about looking for deer is, you know, you're saying, oh, watch out for deer, is also, I grew up, I have been, my, my eye is trained. If it's, if it's a field and it's, and it's in a clearing by trees, oh, I bet you, guys, oh, do you see those deers? It's yeah. like, where's Waldo? Oh, when right. When you look in a field, it's so fun. It's entertaining. You look out there. How many deer you see? Do you see mm-hmm. five deer? You yeah. name them by the number. Yeah. I saw eight deer out there. Yeah. I think, I think I saw a baby. <laughs> It's a big deal when you see the baby. The baby. It still has its spots. Everybody stop. Baby, I, think, look. I, I think that that's worth stopping. For sure. If you see a baby with spots, stop. Oh, stop. Shh. Because they might hear you a yeah. mile away. Oh, they're startled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Okay. Another Midwest yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You're on a plane. Okay. You're at the movies. Okay. Whatever. Uh-huh. And you have to use a restroom, but there's like five people or in a plane, there's like two or whatever to your accessibility point. What do you do? You hold it? Oh, like to the aisle? Oh, yeah, you hold it. Yeah, for sure. You hold it for as long as you need to. Apparently that's a Midwestern thing. So all these other people are like pushing their way through. They're the rude ones for sure. 
why would you get up in the middle of, unless you are about to pee your pants and you or, have no other or the other. But yeah, that's super disrespectful. Sit down. Sit down. You can hold it. You also, should have gone before you got on the plane. I paid like twenty four ninety five for this movie. I am not getting up and missing five minutes Ain't of that it. that the truth? No I'm way. Not, no. no. I'm going to watch no. every single thing that's happening. It's, it's you talked to me too. We were talking about the restroom usage. Yes. Are you a sitter or a squatter? Yeah. See, so I want to be a squatter, but some, <laughs> no. Okay. Goals. Real talk. Goals. Real talk with Aaron. All right. You ready for this? You're talking about how people just wait and wait and wait and wait. So now maybe this is just a me thing. Maybe this just says just a lot about my anticipation just, is killing me. Go. I will time myself if I know. I, I I'm don't holding. get this. Oh, it's a bladder thing. Like, oh, my bladder is very full. I wonder how long I can go. I'm not even kidding. Probably 80 seconds <laughs> I, is my, like, record. There's, there's no way. You must have been counting, like, 1, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. Yep. I'm not doing it out loud because that just... So So what you're saying you is... Imagine if I did. Um, yeah. Ma'am... <laughs> Uh, hold on. 81,000, 81, 1,000. Nope. I'm not doing that, but I will 100%, especially if it's a place like a movie theater where I can, I'm like, this is going to be a good one. I, I know don't. It. So you said your goal is to squat, but what you can't count. But who squat? can squat for 80 seconds? I mean, I feel like I probably could. All right. Well, I'm just saying we'll sometimes, but I will so always what, you sit so you can count. No, I'm saying if it ends up being too long, I may mid-stream no. have to shift positions. I feel like you're the person who I walked in and I was like, what happened here? It was you. No. It was the counting lady. No, but I think the other thing that gets really weird is, you know, you come in, there's already something. Let's talk about bathroom stalls. There's already somebody just sitting in the bathroom <laughs> stall. At the end, they're always at the end. Oftentimes this happens at Target and you're like, all right, I'm just going to pee. So, and there's no sound, nothing well, coming you know from what that they're, end they're waiting. They're, they're waiting for you to leave. And they're probably going, oh, please hurry. Just go, just go, just go. And I profile people based on their shoes. Oh yeah. We're I know like, exactly everything. Crocs. We know exactly who you are. Oh, Cheryl. Cheryl. She's a gardener and she just loves them so much. They're, they're the most orthopedically comfortable shoes she could ever find i mean you can wash them right off though too foam yeah i mean how much better can you get than foam shoes but here's the thing here's how i know i'm old crocs are cool again that's not even true it is too true 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 it's true we say true no we do not (laughs) no we do not who's telling you this no look at teenagers look at teenagers nowadays it's the weirdest thing are they the trendsetters well they think they are Okay, well, I'm not wearing Crocs again. No. I don't, that's never going to be cool. Okay, well, so we've established that you'd like to be a squatter. One person that yeah. I know uh-huh. sat on her hands because she's like, at least I can clean them. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Let's not go into detail, but I'm just throwing that out there. And here's me. Okay. I know you can't clean the back of your thighs, but... <laughs> I like a good clean thigh. <laughs> I'm just... I'm going with, that's not a place I need to worry about being clean as much as my hands. Yeah, but your hands you can clean right after. I, is there? Are is you there? scrubbing the, the nails? Are you scrubbing underneath the nail beds on that I one? Even, I don't even. And you just touch the hand. Like, if they're not automatic, you touch the handle to the sink. I'm disgusted. Yeah. Okay. Tornado time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
tornado warnings. This is another thing about the Midwest. Totally. You hear one and what? You think... <clears throat> no big deal. Right. You think it could be a test. Oh, it's totally a it's test. probably a test. We called it the noon whistle. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if that was just my family thing or like... And it probably didn't even have anything to do with tornado warnings. Or noon. That was your mom and dad's like secret code. H the noon whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that my parents have that kind of accent. Yep. Yeah, honey. Hey, Aaron. It's a noon whistle. Yep. That's exactly how they talk. It's actually kind of how they talk. We'll get into them a little bit later. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. So even if it's dark and gray and the tornado warning is going off, the siren, mm-hmm. you're like, eh, are we sure? Right. Well, right. Are we, sure? we should just check with the news. We'll just hang out here until they tell us it's literally in it's happening. Our, yeah. yeah. It's, we're and, hearing our door. And I don't know. I'm curious because to me, I totally am jiving with this. I'm feeling like, yes, but only when I was a kid. Like, I remember being at the ballpark, and we were there was oh, like, yeah. oh, Get under the pavilion! The well, tornado's going. Not even that. It was like, oh, the whistle's going off. Anybody see anything in the sky? No? All right. Keep playing. Keep playing. Where now, as an adult, I think I have more like, oh, well, we probably better take this seriously. I don't want to be the mom who's like, I didn't care, and there goes my kids. Right. Picked up and landed in Ohio, you know? My uncle, my great uncle, mm-hmm. he was known for his sayings. And one of the sayings that he used to say is, to me, 16 miles from home in a pear tree, just like that. (laughs) (laughs) And it was about a tornado that came and picked up a child and they couldn't find him. But they found him 16 miles from home. (laughs) Stop it. In a pear tree. Probably not even a scratch on him. I don't, I think his clothes were gone. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm adding details that weren't there, but I'm just saying that was a saying that he said. And so now I still say it out of the blue. There's no context for it. You just say. Yeah. 16 miles from home in a pear tree. And you know what? Can I just say, whatever it is about your uncle that makes him known for his sayings, I kind of want to be that person. Oh, for sure. Oh, Natalie always used to say. His name was Sherm. Sherm. No. And he was the cutest. I love him already. Mm -hmm. He was the best. Uncle Sherm? Yep. Uncle Sherm. Yep. 16 miles away in a pear tree. 16 16 miles from home. Oh, from home. Oh. 16 miles from home in a pear tree. (laughs) I love it so much. I have some other things, but they wouldn't be appropriate. I'll share after. Okay. Sounds okay. good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Next is um, putting your paper plate upside down mm. to not offend someone. Yeah. This is a this is an interesting thing because it's not even necessary that, that you feel like you have to do it because you didn't like it. Now, sometimes it's because you didn't like the stuff. But other times it's like, I took too much. <laughs> and I don't... I over... I overpacked my My eyes plate. were bigger than my stomach. Right. Yeah. Which rarely happens to me. <laughs> well, and I think it, it coincides with this looked a lot tastier than it yeah, actually was. Yeah, this potato was. salad was basically made of mustard. Yeah, well, no and I'm sorry, a good potato salad has to have a little bit of salt in it or you're not doing it right. Oh, for sure. And so sometimes when people are like, you know, we're really watching our salt intake, I'm like, great, this is I'm not going to be good. good potato salad. Yeah, good. Um, Note to self. I love Costco potato salad. Costco. Did I say it wrong? No, I don't. No. Okay, why'd you repeat you it? You kind of went like this. Costco. I didn't know. That's how I always say it. Kids, I want to go to Costco. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Costco it is. The potatoes are sliced like as thin. I don't even know the name. What's the name? Julianne? Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. And is it Julianne or is it like is it like a chip? What's the difference? Well, Julianne, isn't that like little strips? Oh, uh, is it Julianne or Julian? I want to call it Julianne. <laughs> I am sure it's probably Julian. 
I am being very, I'm lately I'm aware of how much I'm not saying correctly. So it's okay. We're talking about that now. Okay. Julian, Julian fries. No, it's like a chip. Like it comes out as a thin full potato circle, but like thick and there, that's what makes the potato salad. And I'm telling you, it's so good. I've never had this. It's delicious. My family's not big potato salad people. So it's not something that I would think to get. Because, you know, I didn't want to get a gallon of potato salad well, that only exactly I was going to eat. But for parties in the summer, it's yeah. like barbecue something with potato cold potato salad. From it's Costco. just called potato salad? There's no, like, bacon and chive potato ew, salad? No, it's I nothing don't think like so. that? Okay. No. No. Are you saying that bacon and chives are ew? Because no, I don't think you're not, from the Midwest after like all. That's more of like a baked potato, yeah. not so much a potato salad. I feel like you just complicated things. Okay. I'm, well, I do. Speaking of what makes you do things, what makes you wake up in the morning? Well, I have to, but also it's, it's ripple coffee. It is. It fuels us. It does. Oh, I love it. And also, can we talk about not all coffees are the same? That's exactly right. So ripple coffee is good because as we're drinking it, mm, talk to me about the flavors. Well, it's chocolate Mm. and caramelized sugar. Caramelized. Caramelized Makes everything better. It does. Put a little heat on it. mm, mm, mm. So good. So good. And what's fun about setting down your cup? Well, I see the ripples and I go, oh, it's making a difference. Absolutely. Why is it making a difference? Well, because 100% yeah. of the profits from this company goes to Ethiopia. 100%. Not kidding. It goes to an orphanage. So the owners of the company went to Ethiopia and came back with just stories of, we've got to play a part. We've got to do something. And so they kind of matched with this vision for wanting to do a coffee company with the need that they saw in Ethiopia. And they said, let's just tie these two together and make it all about supporting good causes. And so that basically it's drink a cup, save a life and create a ripple in our world, in our world. How amazing is that? Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. So as you buy ripple, you get to enjoy it, but you also know that with each purchase, you're helping to support a child in, in Africa who needs the support that, you know, we're providing. So, I mean, I don't know that you could put two more perfect things together. Drinking caffeine right. and yummy, yummy coffee right. for a good cause. Right. Sign me up. Done. Um, okay, 20-minute debate. Midwest is also about having a legit 20-minute debate over how to say mm-hmm. pecan. Pecan. Yeah, pecan. Pecan. I just said pecan. 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 No. Pecan. No, that's for sure. That is for sure no. Pecan. Pecan. We're not from Arkansas. What are the other ways that you can say pecan? Pecan. Pecan pecan pie. Pecan. That's how I would say it. A pecan pie. Are you bringing the pecan pie? Now I feel like I don't know how to say anything anymore. It's like limit. It's like Chris Farley saying limit. 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 (laughs) Pecan. Pecan. Pecan pie. That's how I say pecan? it. Pecan? Pecan pie. Pecan. But you not say, pecan. No. I say pecan pie. Pecan pie. But you I'm say okay with pecan. pecan or pecan. Nope. Oh my God. That doesn't even sound right. Your mind. I know. I'm as okay with speak. Say it how you said it. Pecan. 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 That's how I'm just saying it. Pecan. I don't know anymore. But we were talking about on this note, mm-hmm. like nuts and that whole thing. Our obsessions with charcuterie boards. I l- it, now watch. We're probably not saying that right either. Charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed. So here's the thing. Sometimes when I'm like, what am I even going to feed my family tonight? 
we have always done it. We've just called it the tray. We're having the tray for dinner. We never called it charcuterie because we're not fancy. But right. now that I'm getting, my kids are getting older and I've like discovered that it actually has a name. I'm obsessed with charcuterie. Yeah, but the real stuff or like, here's all the leftovers in my fridge. I'm going to put it on a board and call it charcuterie. Well, and for my family, I have some specific eaters. So I know like, like I'll say, okay, if I'm doing it and this is what I'm doing for dinner, I will do a couple different kinds of meat, like some salami or some, um, you know, just deli meats Mm -hmm. of some sort. And then I will do different kinds of cheese if I can. And then I will do like some of us like olives. So I'll do. I don't know. Yes. You don't have to like olives just because I do. We're not. No. No olives, please. Listen, they're in a bowl. The olive juice is not Whatever. getting on You're anything else. You're the person else. who puts olives in pasta salad. Yeah. And That's it's amazing. Disgusting. No, it's like a nasty surprise. What do you, when you have an Italian pasta salad, what do you put in it? Peppers. Maybe and? Pep, maybe pepperoni. What makes it Italian? Pasta. What, why does it have to be Italian that the only thing, so basically. Italian saying, salad dressing so is basically, that what makes it. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because Italian salad dressing is as Midwest as ranch salad dressing is. For ranch, done. It's the, that is Indiana. But don't you think ranch salad dressing is like your everyday, but if you're getting fancy, you get out the Italian salad dressing. Oh, for sure. The wishbone. <laughs> right. I, mean, I guess it could be. I don't even know that I have a brand. Uh, well, to me, I feel like that was how we knew we're going to have a fancy salad. Guys, mom's pulling out the wishbone Italian shake dressing. it up. Yeah, shake the it zesty. up. This is zesty. Zesty Italian. She's getting fancy tonight. <laughs> um, going back to the whole pronunciation mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. My husband started, he says it's been long term. No. He started calling pop soda. Right. Yeah. So who does he think he is and where does he think he's from? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I feel totally betrayed by him. Yeah. You had said, you had said when you found that out, you were like, I don't even think I would have married you. No, I wouldn't have. If I would have, I wish that this was in our premarital counseling. Right. How do you, like, what do you refer to this carbonated beverage as? Yeah. And And how how do you solve, right. It's totally a pop. We're all saying pop. Yeah. And yeah. So he came down to some company of ours like two years ago and was like, does anyone want a soda? And I'm (laughs) like, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what a soda is. And you're like, oh, look at you putting on ears. What do you, what do you do? Who are you trying to impress? I definitely didn't. I didn't think that. I didn't say it. I don't even, I don't know that I've ever used that phrase. Putting on airs? Never. Oh, oh, really? Soda? Oh, what, like a club soda? Oh, did you spill something on you? A fountain soda. A fountain soda. So fancy. Um, No. 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 Mm -mm. Um, Speaking of different foods and those kinds of things, mixing cream cheese with one other thing and calling it dip. Oh, it's yeah. a Midwestern thing. That is 100% a Midwestern oh, thing. 100%. How many people have made the like, hey, I'm going to bring confetti cake dip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring brownie batter dip. Right. It's and it's every always variation. just mixed it's, with it's cream just, cheese. It's just cream cheese and one other thing. But I even feel like it's more than that now. It's this. You know what? I'm literally going to just dump the cream cheese bar on a, in the middle of like a tray and pour some like jelly on it and say that not stuff a, is It's not good. even a bar shape. It's not even rectangle by that point. So yeah, it's, it's got like, like smushed sides on the end. And then it's like, like you said, I'm going to just put some nummy jelly on there. Yeah. Get some hot, hot Why red do we pepper have to jelly? talk like this though? <laughs> I don't know. Is, I mean, you know that you're guilty of this. I have never done the cream the cheese. Jump. Just, yeah. Because every time I see it, I'm like, really? Did we even try? 
Did we even try? And then you bring crackers and you're the person that somebody's like, it's fine. I spent an hour in preparation for my dish. Right. But I can see that you also put forth a great effort into yours as well. And you know what always gets eaten? The cream cheese log with jelly on it. And I think then at that point you have to consider your company. Yeah, that's true. Like if people go for that. None of those people are saying soda is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. They're not using their highfalutin terms. No, I don't know what you're saying because if they're saying pop and I'm saying pop, does that make me? I think pop is a Midwest-like slang. So I'm saying that if you say soda, I don't even know where in the country people say soda. Or cola. Is that another thing? Oh, no. That is just. Uh, Midwest is driving wherever regardless of how far. For sure. So explain that. So, um, going to Florida, mm-hmm. granted, some people fly now because you can get pretty good economy rates. Yeah. But I mean, we drove to Florida all the time. Didn't think twice about it. Well, 18, let, it, 20 hours, whatever. Yeah. And let's just say this, even if you don't drive to Florida, you for sure know how long of a drive it is to get to your oh, destination. Oh, that's how you measure it. Yeah. Um, where are you guys going? Uh, 20, it's about, it's in Florida. It's about 20 hours. 20 hours. Oh, okay. So where's you're, your, where's your like, eh, it's about 45 minutes from here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everything. Totally measure mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. It's always, yeah. Yeah. How far from here does Aaron live? Uh, uh, 10 it's minutes. about 10 minutes. Not miles. No. Not Never in miles. I don't even know Never. miles. Why would somebody even do it in miles? Because it's like, well, yeah, but you you're still going to have to. There's stoplights. You're going to still and, have to do the math in your head and figure right. out the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Miles. If somebody told me I'm about five miles, I'd go, and what does that mean? Right. How much time? Because if you're downtown or if you're out in the country, the time is different. That's really what matters. Yeah. we're smarter. We just there bring it down to go. the simple. That actually makes sense. That's probably why we do it in the Midwest. Because, of course. Mm-hmm, because if you're downtown, five miles is like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Compared to five miles out in the middle of deer lookouts field dusk deer the dusk lookout drive yeah um and when we get to people's houses or how you get there Mm -hmm. especially before phones how did we get people from one place to another with instructions it was always turn at the whatever landmark yeah the landmark you know the um old school house where it's like starting to fall down oh yeah yeah you turn there they had a fire in 52. Right. right. Uh-huh. You turn there. Uh-huh. You turn left at the airport, the mini airport. It doesn't look like an airport, but you know, there's a plane out there. Right. Turn right. Uh-huh. Where there's the gravestone. Just oh, the yes. one single the gravestone. One. Yes. <laughs> yep. And then keep going uh-huh. until you hit the um, Tickle Belly Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why is it called Tickle Belly? Because literally it feels like your belly's right. being you tickled. Right. Uh-huh. And then, and then you kind of whoosh, uh-huh. yep. It's yep. so fun. Uh-huh. And then you're there. Okay. My, and my, there. I'm also thinking it's like, no, you, you don't turn at the first old random church. Right. No. You turn at the second one. The one that has the tiny little door on the side. Right. That really, you don't really know what it's for. Right. You or think, who goes through is there. Is this a church for ants? Like, you, so cute. You know, but you cutest. know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I do. There's always some random, very small little door there in, is. at churches. What, yeah, are, what are the little doors for in churches? I don't know. Maybe I think we need to maybe, research this. Well, my husband is a pastor. Let's ask he him. is extremely short. <laughs> so maybe it's just an assumption <laughs> that their pastors are short. Maybe. And then so they have little doors so uh-huh. that only the pastors can go through. Okay. There you go. I don't know. Or let the little children come to me. No, literally oh through gosh. this one door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's exactly. It's exactly. Maybe that's what it is. Exactly. Okay. 
That's hilarious. Yeah, but so talking about when we would go to the lake that we would always go to, because that's the other thing. You go into a lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't lake. say the name of the lake. No. You always just say the lake. No one really cares. No. I mean, unless they're like, wait, you're 45 minutes from here. Where? Oh, yeah. Oh, Are you in? in? Yeah. Oh, my uh-huh. gosh. Us, too. Oh, yeah. Which, I know. Ba- which basin? Yeah, which basin. Yeah, you because know, that's the other thing. The one with the lily pads. Right. Oh. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. Like, you do have your Lakers that are like, oh, down with all the other lakes. This one is the only one that's good. For sure. We do that. Yeah. We're like, ours has fresh springs. Right. So it's never sitting, you know, in gross water. It's all fresh. Can we talk about, though, that everybody knows which ones are the party lakes? Yeah, that's not ours. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be on that lake. Right. It's the party lake. Right. For sure. I don't want to bring my kids to that. I just don't want to expose them. Oh, there's like a big sandbar and everybody mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So the other thing about for us, when we would go to the lake, talking about directions, we would know, okay, you're not allowed to turn until you see, I'm just going to say this, as kids, until you see the booby tree. The booby tree. I know exactly what kind of trees you're talking about. Yeah. The, it was like, I don't know, maybe like an oak or something, but it had two knots on it. Perfectly, very strategically placed. Perfectly placed knots. And because it was such a, like, you knew you had to turn after the booby tree, like some kindly person that lived by there would go out and spray paint the boobies every Just year. so that you didn't miss it. Just so you were like, oh, so booby, kind. booby, booby. So kind. That's <laughs> what booby. Turn. Turn. That's what we would say. Turn. Yeah. Every time we were like, oh, booby, 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 turn. That's how we knew we were almost at the lake. And while you're driving to the lake, yeah. also a Midwest thing, when someone drives by at night mm-hmm. and you have to ask yourself, <laughs> is this them flashing their lights or did they just hit a pothole? And if they're flashing their lights, you're like, oh, is it a policeman or, yeah, you know? Yeah. But the other thing is when you're passing somebody again at dusk, and they haven't turned their lights on yet. And you're kind of sure that they could be in a gang. So you want to like, you have a, an, an internal conflict where you're like, I mean, I want to tell them that they don't have their lights on. I want to flash safety. my lights. But if I do, but if I flash my there's lights, a good chance they're coming after yeah, me. Yeah. They're going to know that that's their victim. For sure. I, how many times have you done that? And just kind of like, it's probably not, but you look in your room and you're like, oh Did yeah. they turn around? I'll flash them. I'll flash them the lights. And then I'll think. Okay. Oh, nope. They're not turning around. Okay. I'm okay. Right. I did the right thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. I really have had, especially when I was a teenager driving. Oh, because there were so many movies that, you know, we watched where it was like, if you flash them, you will die. Yeah. It's a fulfillment of, you know, whatever. We knew that it was going to happen. And yeah, because there are so many gangs in Midwest, Indiana. Oh, yeah. 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 We were really Watch concerned out. about yeah. that. It was a real threat. It was. And it was always some random country road. It was probably some like grandma that was like, oh, um, I forgot. Or like a huge truck with like mud all over their tires. Exactly. And it's like, I meant to have my lights off. Yeah. I went, I went out mudding. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That's, right. That's probably what it was. So this episode mm-hmm. was mostly funny, mostly about kind of us getting to know each other, laughing about things that we feel like represent us in the Midwest. Yeah. But looking ahead, Mm -hmm. it's not all going to be like this. right? We have all kinds of dreams, right? We have all kinds of things that we want to be able to talk about from Mm. so many things. I mean, we have, we have friends, all the things, all the things. things. Get it. You got to see what we did there. Say it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, we have friends that we just would love to share their story a little bit more. Um, even just as we've talked about, yes, things that are, it's like, oh, I had never even thought about, Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, foster care in that way. Right. I'd never even thought about 
Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's that we feel like this is a perfect platform to do it just to get to know people. And, um, we want to talk about Enneagrams. We want to talk about Mm -hmm. friendships. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about grief. We want to talk about racial reconciliation. We want to talk about finding the balance in the home and like a million different things. And luckily we're not the experts, Yeah, but we have a lot of people who can speak into that with us and just hope to bring enlightenment with that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Me too. And hopefully, yeah, like we said, all of that encompassing maybe some laughs around. For sure. If we don't laugh, turn me off. (laughs) That sounded weird. Okay. Well, either way. Okay. Super excited about where we're going with this. Yep. And cannot wait for episode number two. What a wonderful journey it's going to be. Make sure to check out our next episode as we talk to Maria Hatch Bowersock about her new book release and her journey through loss and tragedy, but also seeking and finding God's goodness in the midst of it. I am so excited for that podcast. It's going to be amazing. Thanks again for listening to the All the Things podcast with Natalie and Aaron. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at podcast underscore all the things.